0: Hi, True Crime family, and welcome to Bad Human, a true crime podcast where we discuss those humans who reside at the bottom of the morality bell curve. Today, you are stuck with just KMac, as we have a Bad Human mini episode we wanted to get out about a horrible and tragic story currently unfolding just northeast of Paris. This is the tragic story of Lola David. Before we start, I want to make very clear that there is a warning for graphic detail of child abuse in this story. I will obviously not go into detail out of respect for both the family and the victim, but want to be very clear that this is going to be a tough story to hear as is a tough story to tell, but I think it's important that we bring attention to these type of, these type of scenarios so that we can try as a society to mitigate these horrible things from happening. CCTV footage shows 12-year-old Lola DeVete entering her apartment building in the Northeast area of Paris at 3.15 p.m. last Friday, October 14th. This was the last time that Lola would be seen alive. After Lola failed to return to the family's apartment from school on Friday, her mother Delphine reported her daughter's disappearance to police on Friday afternoon, and also appealed for help via social media post. Delphine told the Metro UK, she immediately knew something was wrong when their daughter failed to come home on Friday. She's quoted as saying, Lola knows that on Fridays you go straight home because we go to the family village, a three hour drive just north of Paris. Lola's father, who works as a caretaker in the building where the family lives, reviewed security footage and saw his daughter enter the apartment, accompanied by a young woman unknown to the family. Some two hours later, the woman, who would be identified in French media as a 24-year-old, 24-year-old Algerian national, left the building, this time alone, and was carrying what appeared to be two heavy bags. I've also seen reports where they said that she left with a suitcase, she had heavy boxes. Regardless, after entering the apartment two hours prior with Lola, she left alone with two heavy box-like objects in tow. One witness said she had asked everyone to help her carry it. She seemed a little crazy. At one point, she left the suitcase in front of a cafe. She came and went, went in and went out. We wondered what was inside, but would never have thought a body. Then she went to the bakery in front of the cafe to buy a croissant. She came back like it was nothing, but she looked a little unsteady. The suitcase was left outside of an apartment block, not far from the building where Lola lived with her parents, Delphine and Johan. It was discovered by a homeless man around 11 PM on that Friday. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about the autopsy report. I think, I just don't think it's appropriate, especially given the young age of the victim, but her hands and feet have been bound with tape and she had several cuts on her body. The autopsy report would state that she had died due to cardiorespiratory failure with signs of asphyxia. There were some other cuts again on her body. I'm not going to go into detail, trigger warning. Evidence did suggest that she had been a victim of sexual assault and had been tortured. Authorities also cited there had been post-it notes found on her left foot with the numbers zero and one written. Other reports have said that those numbers were actually imprinted into her body. On Saturday, police arrested a 24-year-old woman identified only as, I think it's Davia B. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Also, don't really care. Also arrested was her sister, who was 26 years old, and four other men. This happened between Friday and Saturday. Eventually, the 26-year-old woman, her sister, and three of the four men would be released. The suspect was indicted on Monday in connection with the grisly killing of young Lola. A second suspect, a 43-year-old man, had admitted to driving the suspect along with the two suitcases and a plastic box to his home. She allegedly stayed for two hours before leaving with all of her luggage and heading back to Lola's apartment building, where Lola's remains would later be found by a homeless man. The suspect made contradictory statements to police, first admitting and then denying certain accusations. At one point, the woman said she had led Lola to her sister's flat, which is in the same building as where Lola lived, made the victim shower before some doing disgusting things to this poor girl when shown photos of lola's remains the suspect reportedly told authorities it does not make me hot or cold i too was abused and saw my parents die in front of me authorities have not yet revealed a motive but have said that the woman is psychologically unstable The alleged murderer somehow earned the victim's confidence and led her into a cellar below the building where the attack happened. The attacker had been talking about selling organs and body parts, but none of this makes sense. The official said, adding, that the suspect is believed to suffer with serious psychological problems. She was living on the street, but had family and friends in the Paris area. This case has also brought to light some controversy around the French immigration policy, as reports I've read did say that the suspect had been asked to leave the country two weeks prior. As police continue to investigate, Lola's friends and family are mourning the loss of a happy girl who loved gymnastics. Students at Lola's school are shaken by the shocking murder. My daughter cried all weekend. She hasn't slept a wink, one of her classmates' father told a local Paris newspaper. We can't trust anyone now in our neighborhood. I am very afraid for my children. This is such a horrible story and our hearts go out to Lola's family and loved ones. We'll continue to keep you updated as this story progresses, but wanted to be sure to get this story out to drive awareness Our heart goes out to Lola, her memory, and her family. And again, this is just a really tough one to swallow. The Answer and I started this channel because we do have a passion for true crime and sharing stories. But it doesn't make any of these cases any easier to share. And this is a truly, truly sad tale. So with that, please hug your loved ones a little tighter this morning. I am K-Mac, and this is Bad Humor.